Welcome to the Dance to Oneness podcast. My name is Amy Shine, and I'm inviting you to discover and explore the many different paths to more possibilities. Welcome everyone to this week's episode of the Dance to Oneness podcast. We're on episode 31 and this week we have uh, my special friend who I've known for many years, uh, Jenny B, all the way from Scotland. She's here. Hi everyone. Well, virtually with us today. Um, and today Jenny B is going to talk to us about unlocking anxiety. So just to introduce Jenny B first, uh, Jenny B is an access consciousness facilitator. She's also an X-Men facilitator um, um, and many other things. I met Jenny B many years ago when she first started doing access. And I, you're also psychologist. Are you a psychotherapist? Psychotherapist, psychotherapist. yeah. Um, so did you study psychotherapy before you come to Access? Yeah. Uh, so the story is in my 20s, I went to the medical profession because I thought I was nuts. I couldn't take this reality. I couldn't work very well with everyday occurrences. I would have what I thought were panic, panic attacks, anxiety attacks. And after seeing the psychologist, she said to me, actually, you're just really, really sensitive. And there's nothing wrong with you. You're just sensitive. So I decided then that I still had no way of working with what it was coming up in my world, that I would train myself to find out what the problem was to fix it myself. Because if she couldn't find it, then I'm going to find it. So I trained in counselling. I trained in psychotherapy. Um, and then I began working in a private psychiatric hospital called the Priory. And I worked with people for six weeks inpatient and then six weeks outpatient. So it was like a rolling program of ways of helping people find their own way through depression, anxiety, um, PTSD, um, all the labels of like Tourette's, um, OCD, all of that, working with all of those. And it was during that time that I actually burnt myself out. Now, all of that is where this reality would go to. You cannot handle this. Therefore, it's too much and things become insurmountable. You better slow down. You better stop this too much. All of that that I was trying to work with and the tools that I had from cognitive behavioral therapy, um, EMT, you know, um, what else? Person-centered therapy, gestalt. All of that intervention points of the tools I had did not work anymore. They didn't work for me. So I was kind of lost for a bit. And then along came access consciousness, just at the right point where I was ready to give up everything and go, okay, I can't take this anymore. I've had enough. Let me out of here. As soon as I said that, access came in my life. And the tools of access opened up possibilities with me that I didn't think existed. I always knew there was something else, but I didn't know where it was. And when the doors opened, 
with the access tools, it created something different in my world. And for the past eight years, access has been changing my life continually. I love that. And I've personally seen you at your first uh, three-day body class in Dublin and look at you now and I've seen how different you are now to how different we all are. We I mean, all are, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, um, I also had, you know, I had, mental, I had mental illness at 21 and went through a psychosis and went through, you know, psych, psych, you know, was put on medication and tried everything too. And things like, so you said like, it didn't work for me anymore. So I, I was looking at it, I was like, well, things worked for me for a small while. Like short term. Yeah. yeah like everything was like a kind of feel good factor for like, you know, or even if like you go to talk therapy and it might like actually I have to admit, talk therapy never did anything for me. You no, know? never did anything for me. <laughs> I went in with one problem, came out with 20 years. So that about talk therapy. I did go to AA for many years and it did help me for a while but like you said it was like it was always I always ended up like back at the same place yeah like it was like putting like a plaster over a cut like yes. it just like stopped the bleeding for a while but the cut was still there so could you talk to us about like um like what what was so what was the like what, did you have anxiety like what was it that you I had everything, darling. I had everything. Like you label it, and I thought I would have it. I would look up the internet. Oh, I've got that, that, and that symptoms. I was one of those that was aware of so much, but uh, didn't know I was psychically aware and aware of other people's worlds. That when I actually read about something, not only did I tap into it, but I would download it and try to be it so I could understand it. Yeah. So part of working in a psychiatric hospital meant that if someone was a bit, um, say they were suicidal, I would basically be so aware of what was going on in their world that I would try and fix it for them by living it out. And the first thing I realised was the emotional way of being with something doesn't work. The cognitive way of trying to work it out, if I think this, then that means this, doesn't work change it and what you were saying about wallpapering over the cracks or like putting the plaster over something means that it doesn't go to the basic fundamental way that you've created that aspect in your life so part of this is like for me the question is who is it tells you that a b c and d and F and J and Z actually equal anxiety or psychosis or this. Who's diagnosing you? And where is it you're believing everything that they say in favor of your own awareness of how you can be with that? So beginning to be aware of what way you can actually be present with all of this information that you're given but what is actually real and true for you begins as a question in your world. And then from there, you can begin to choose something else that will allow you to be present with what's being said to you and not rejecting it, but working out what is it that can contribute to you. It's a bit like saying, um, right, so when things are really bad for me, like in the past, I would either have a shower or, you know, hide in my house. 
For other people, they may want to have a bath or like be in nature. There's a yeah. way that we all cope with things differently. So finding out what contributes to you and your body to cope with that in a different way without making you wrong goes to the psyche that you've created this whole thing as. So what points of view do you have about this and whose points of view have you taken on as yours that are not? Could we also, could you also talk to like, you know, anxiety is like, it's everyone, like it seems like 99% of people say that they have anxiety, you know, it's like a word that's thrown around pretty loosely. And yes. like, what is anxiety to you? so much information at once but that we don't know how to decipher and we've been taught to label it as something and push it away instead okay. of accessing that information and allowing that information to contribute yeah which my question was if we didn't push that information away well again it comes to what you're aware of i can remember when i was 12 and my sister was 14 and at dinner time we would sit and have our dinner then we would watch the news and there was a lady that came on after that that did the weather and every time she came on to do the weather she was so anxious about being on tv you could see her heart was hammering that she was all shaky my sister and i would be like oh my god and my sister and i both said to each other we can't watch her she's too anxious now we knew this at 12 and 14 but my sister found it unbearable as in her body was so aware of what was going on that she had to leave the room Whereas I was the one that was intrigued, what is really going on here that I wanted to work out? Like, how do I be present with this without being affected by it? And that's the difference in the psyche. Like, where do you walk away from something instead of asking to be so present with it that you actually get the clarity and the information that you require to change it? I love that. I actually freak out sometimes when my husband puts on YouTube and he puts on, well, we don't have TV channels, you know, we just have uh -huh. like whatever internet on our TV. So we don't watch the news, but he puts on YouTube sometimes and watches the news through YouTube. And I'm like, turn it off. So <laughs> what like, is it? What is it you're aware of with that? Truly? Like, like well, it's the energy of the, like the, well, a lot of it is like the, the, the lies, the density, the drama, the trauma, like, um, and the unconsciousness, you know? Right. So would you be willing to receive that for 10 seconds just now and really tap into yeah. that energy again and mm -hmm. receive it without point of view? Without a point of view. Without, the without a point of view. Without yeah. a point of view. Receive it without a point of view. Receive it. Receive it. Four, five, six. <sighs> Six. So it took six seconds and your body relaxed. Yeah. Because what actually happens with anything we label as an anxiety, depression, PTSD, we build up points of view and we try and reject stuff. And it took you six seconds to really be present with that and to receive it and it changed your body relaxed. Yeah. Instantaneously, we can be aware of stuff and instantaneously, if we choose to, we can relax with it and choose something else. So again, if you tap into that energy that you were, you have a point of view about, is it different, first of all? Yeah. So can you tap into it again and be aware of it again for the next 10 seconds at a different space? Yeah, and then it just becomes a choice. Yes. 
you know, it's like, oh, I can be here. I can receive this. I don't have to reject it, resist it. Yes. Oh, and then I also get to choose whether I want to sit here and keep watching it. Exactly. But do you get now you've received something from it that was even in the past? Rejected. This is this is what I love about access because it's like you can tap into when you were five and you couldn't ride your bike and you fell off and hurt your knee and you could be aware of that energy in your world and just comfort yourself with it without pushing or pulling energy and being present with it and change it. And change it, yeah. So this is where we can tap into with access tools at the point of creation as we know it, but also the point of creation where we don't know it. And with the news, there's a lot of points of creation from other people's heads that you're aware of with that. Because guys get it, we're so much more psychic and our bodies are so much more aware of things than we've ever thought possible. Yeah, the other thing was the bodies as well. Like that's something, I, you know, I've become a way more aware of since doing access. Like when things used to come on the TV, like movies where there was any violence to bodies. Yes. I would be like, my whole body would get like, um, my whole body just be like, oh. And, and so over the years, I've, you know, ran my implant band, which is one of the bar points when that would come on. And, you know, we have a tool in access, like uh, destroy and uncreate everywhere I've been and done that. And I would run that clearing and run my implant band. So I could start getting to the point of, like you said, ease with my body, even when this stuff is going on. Um, and that's been that's been ongoing. But but how many lifetimes? You know what I mean? We've exactly. had violence against our own bodies. We've done violence against other bodies. So it's like, like you said, there's because there's no real like I could have a story that went with that if I wanted to attach a story to it but it's like I mean how many lifetimes have we been here and there's been violence to bodies exactly <laughs> exactly and I love that about access because basically it you know there's this thing in science like if you put matter to something you make it solid so if you make something matter in your world like a point of view you actually make it solid which means you've got to include it every day going forward. You make it solid, you make it linear, and you make it real in your world. If you allow things to not matter, and that's not by, oh my God, I don't care. It's actually allowing the caring in and allowing the no point of view in and allowing what you hate about it and what you love about it together. And then there's no matter. There's no way of being reactive to it and then it changes. I love that. There's also the contribution thing. We're talking about bodies there. And for me, there's um, like bodies are a contribution to me. Um, as a kid, um, there was some people that I would love hugs from and other people would set anxiety in my world if they came near me. And part of that is being aware of like who it is, you've touched on it earlier, who it is you're aware of that lies or has an image or has a projection, like, you know, that thing, oh, come and give your auntie a kiss. Now, is that kiss actually about the auntie or is that actually her point of view that you should succumb to her and give her affection because she's demanding it? There's those sort of points of views that come up. And how much kids are aware of that and how much were you guys aware of it when younger and how much do you gloss over it as adults and lose yourself and who you be with that? And part of the access tools for me is uncovering 
who it is I really am that I've let go of throughout the years of my journey in my life. So looking at the contribution of bodies and how like touch is something and touch from kindness and caring is something entirely different than touch from um, non-honoring. And I saw some, you know, yes, like you talked totally. about, like we used, you know, we were told that too, like about my grandmother, you know, we'd be up with my grandmother's and you'd be like, okay, we're leaving now, go kiss your grandmother. Mm. And I never wanted to kiss her, you know. Because it was forced. And it was how, much, how much can your grandma receive that? Or is it like that expectation? And it's just like a peck on the cheek. There's no yeah. like receiving of it. And you already know that, whether it's going to be received or not. And so there was some, go on then. Sorry, go ahead. No, 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 on you go. No, I'm go sorry. for it, because where I'm going, I might be going somewhere next, so. Okay, so what I wanted to ask about the contribution element was, um, I talked about it in my Facebook Live this morning. I, I saw a gardening program at the weekend called Country File, um, and it was talking about trees and the life of trees. Now, trees have always been the nurturing element for me. When things go wrong, as a kid, you would find me sitting up in a tree because trees were the things that supported me when I had enough. So they've always been a gift. And I've known always that trees talk to each other, and just seeing this country fire program was just amazing because what, what they were saying was in this redwood forest in Canada, there was one tree that was albino, which means it's white. It had white leaves. It had no chlorophyll to make sugar, no greenness at all, and no chloroform to make sugar, but it was thriving. It couldn't make sugar and it couldn't receive carbon dioxide. So how was it alive? And science has now worked out that trees interconnect with each other in these beautiful ways that the trees around it were nourishing it and feeding it, giving it sugar and giving it carbon dioxide so it could grow. Now, this is like the reality I was aware of as a kid where everyone has everyone else's back. There's no judgment. There's no wrongness. There's no power over. There's no right or wrong. And that eliminates anxiety out my world or whatever anxiety is. And so asking to really honour and receive more in my world for me and my body has allowed my body to be calmer and more caring to me and me more caring to my body. One of the things I was aware of with the anxiety or whatever anxiety is, was the fact that it was like um, a tuning fork of what was going on in the world around me very much that I would resonate with that, not know what it is and try and change it, even though I'm only resonating with it. Mm. The more information I received about what is that resonation, and basically it's because I'm aware and highly aware of other people's worlds, not sensitive, but highly aware, means that I can be something that can contribute to them by being the greater space of calmness honoring and support without going into the need and requirement piece it's like i don't need to give them anything but i'm here like a tree contributing and you can receive from me if you wish i'm here it's a different way of being in the world and it's such a gift there's so many in access that be that and i would love that about the facilitators because they can all contribute in different ways if you Allow yourself to receive. <laughs> if you allow yourself to receive. 
So one of the things um, when I was talking to you about doing this show, you had said about, I think you said it about anxiety, but you said it about all mental illness was um, the inability to be present with oneself. I think that's what you said it. Yeah. Yeah. And so is, would you say that's what's behind all mental illness? I can't really say because it's individual to each yeah. person because you create whatever you create in your world by your points of view and your creation. So even like the diagnosis of mental illness is like the diagnosis of the medical profession or like um, four or five different people's points of views that create yeah. you fit in here, you fit in here, you fit in here, tick, 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 there you go. Yeah. If we actually looked at this a holistic way, you know, what is it that's in your world? If we treated people with the, you know, what's your diet like and what way are you moving your body and contributing to your body? What is holistic management is the future, as far as I'm concerned, of, of being present with the body, the mind, the spirit, the soul, whatever you want to call yeah. it. Being fully present with all of that and what requires nurturing and what requires guidance and unlocking more of the aspects of self within that. So it's an entirely different way of looking at it. And, you know, many people say, you know, you know, hopes and dreams bar, you know, but at the same point, to me, it's in a reality that I'm asking to be in this planet, because if we looked out for each other, like the trees look out for each other, then would it not be a different world that we lived in? And would there ever be illness? Because we would actually be nourishing the body in a way that goes beyond that. Yeah, I get, I get it's possible. We're we're changing. People, yes, you know, a lot of people waking up to that. Um, and so is so. What else? Like, so if you know, so say you're at home and you know, like you wake up and you have anxiety like you're for me yes. when anxiety comes it's usually like what what i don't call it anxiety anymore now i'm just like okay what am i aware of but sure. it can be like uh for me it shows up like or used to a lot anyway it doesn't so much anymore it was like heart palpitations yes you okay and um, so what would what would be the tools you'd give someone because when they're like that i and and um, i get it i've been there like asking who does this belong to even though I get it, it's great. Doesn't a lot of time change. No. So it for me, it was always about like, you know, I can return. You can return to centers with consciousness. There yeah. you go. Away you go. Does it go away? No. So how much of this is actually acknowledging that you're aware of something? How much much is it you're aware of something and you don't know how to word it? And defining it as this and trying to get rid of it doesn't always work. So what way can you be present with it? In a way, it's like a crying baby that you don't know what the baby's crying for until you keep asking questions. And how do you be present with that? Is that an ever-expanding journey? And the same with this. It's like if you started to nurture yourself in a way that it's not wrong to have this point of view, it's not bad to have this point of view, because being present with it like I did with you earlier on, for those like six seconds, your body relaxed. So being present with it and counting to 10 while still being present with it, not the counting thing, isn't the doing, the being present with it, being present with it, being present with it, is a space that opens up. And the access tools teach you how to be present with all energies. And what if you could be aware and present with all energies and not affected by anyone? 
or anything. Like you're not affected by the sun unless you actually stay out there and your skin gets burned, like literally, okay? But like what way do you know your energies from the moon? Like the moon never goes, it's still revolving around our earth. Like can you receive from the moon? Yeah? So what is it you define as real and true that is not a contribution to you or your body that you think is wrong? That if you allowed yourself to receive it like the sun or the moon would be different. And it's like, it's not a, it can be an instantaneous thing, but it's more about really honouring yourself and saying, okay, like what way can I teach myself to receive this differently? What can I be present with that I've never been present with? And then 10 seconds, one, two, three, and then body begins to be present with it. You begin to be present with it. And that's seven, eight, nine, ten. Ten second choice. That's it. Okay, I've done that. Is it different? Wow, it is. Right, next. And if it's not different, then what other way can I phone a friend? Can I look at what is going on here that I can acknowledge? What does my body require? Does it require to lie in the bath for half an hour and relax? Let my bars run. Yeah. Go to the beach. Yeah. Um, so a lot of people are very grateful for this conversation. Kimberly said, um, I love this new tool, receiving the point of view. <laughs> I love how she says it's a new tool. <laughs> but it is a new way of hearing this, um, this in a different way. And then he said such valuable information. And then Jamie wrote, is being present with it almost the same as receiving? Yeah. Is it for you, Jamie? Keep asking. Am I receiving this? Wow. Because consciousness includes everything and judges nothing. If you're willing to receive like the sun and the moon, if you're willing to be like what Amy was, so present with the news that within six seconds her body's like that, huh, there's actually nothing here. Yeah. Someone just wrote, um, just being here has relaxed my heart palpitations that I woke up with. Yes. Do you know, I'm going to share this because um, Katerina Walden, who is um, Dane's PE, right-hand woman, has a wonderful waking up with audio that's free. And it's called uh, Waking Up With. So you can play it as soon as you're waking up. It's free. It's on www.katerinawalden.com. Can't spell her name. Katrina Walden. I'll grab her website and I'll put it in here. Dot com. Yeah, that would be great. Katrinawalden.com slash waking up, I think it's called. And it's wonderful. You can download this and just play it. It's free. But it, she's got such a soothing voice. And when she's talking, she works as a um with Dean, but she's also a fantastic body facilitator. You'll know her, Amy, because you do body classes too. Um, and she just opens up a space for me and my body. And this is where I'm saying, like, there's not one facilitator out there. We all, like, we're like a forest, you know? Every single tree contributes to each other. And that's what I love about access. There's no, like, one right person. We all can add in and contribute to each other. Yeah, and one of the things, too, Jenny, I, I posted a link to her website in the comments. One of the things too you talked about in when we were chatting about this about um on we were chatting about on uh, like beyond mental illness beyond depression beyond anxiety mm -hmm. beyond all of them and one of the things you said as well which I was like wow I never looked at that before was um which you're talking to in this whole show about receiving was how many people actually receive 
mental illness, receive the psychosis, receive the depression, the, the heart, heart palpitations, whatever it is, nearly everyone rejects it. Yeah, because we're taught that it's wrong and we should push it away. And it's a bit like, have you ever ridden a bike, okay? And you're riding your bike and you're going to turn a corner. And if you're moving it a little bit of speed, it's great. If you try and go slower, what happens, Amy? If you're on your roller skates, if you're going fast on your roller skates and you go to turn a corner, it's fine. If you go slower, what happens? A laser focus. <laughs> I don't know what that means. Really I like focus. Like, uh, like if I like, I become like obsessive. Right. Okay. So um, what I was trying to get to is if you're yeah. riding a bike fast, it's a lot easier to turn corners. If you ride the bike slowly, you actually fall off. Yeah, like, but like when I go slow, like then I, like, yeah, I get like more like, oh my God, I want to like, I want to fall right. off because I'm like going. Like, Laser focused, I got you now. Yeah, yeah. You go, so, like everything suddenly is like in my face. <laughs> right. And then you try and work it out what to do before you fall. I better fix this before I fall. So already you create a mindset where you're going to fall and you have to try and work it out. Any of that a question on how your body can deal with this differently? So asking your body, what is it that I need to add to my life to be present with this? So everything you've labeled as psychosis, if you take all of that, what is it from that basket that you need to add to your life to receive more ease, joy and glory? And you can pick and choose one molecule. So if it's anxiety and your heart's going, what is it I can take from this that will give me actually nurturing, receiving, kindness? And it's totally a, a reverse point of view because you think, how can you receive from anxiety? And actual fact, it's that trying to stop anxiety that creates even more yeah because your mind goes in you do this your mind goes in you do this you shoot yourself in the head you don't know what to do next everything gets all worked up in your body and you try and work out what way should you go you're stuck in a labyrinth instead of actually being present with it the labyrinth goes the head goes and as you say you're that broadband energy not the laser focus you can be present with it all and therefore none of it impacts you in the same way. Now, I don't know if that translated because it's different every time I say it. It's one of those things. But mainly if you allow one thing from that, what you've defined as too much to come into your world, one molecule, count to 10. Okay, great. I can choose another one. And you keep choosing until you begin to receive from it. And that's you working your energetic muscle of being present with it without having to do anything. You're being with it and it will calm your body because you're being with it. Does that make sense? Yeah. And, and, you know, when you said like um, about like, what can I add here? Mm -hmm. I just like mentioned like forever when people would ask me that question, I went into doing like I was like, oh, what can I add? I need to go and do something like do more. And it was only, I think it was actually Mara Bramley who pointed it out, like, what can I add to my life right now can be like a being. It's like, oh, can I add more kindness? Can I add more nurturing? Can I add more joy, you know? 
So what if we do it now? Okay, so let's just be with everyone now and ask everyone, what can you add to your life that will create more relaxation, more ease with you and your body? So this is where I tap into the earth and I pull in the beaches. I pull in the sea that will nourish me. I pull in rose quartz. I pull in amethyst. I pull in pearls. I pull in all the fishies in the sea into my world. And then I go, what else? Who else? Where else? And suddenly on my way out there, Andromeda, Venus. And what is it from these planets that even one molecule from these planets can contribute to you and your body? Now, I don't always receive this in the front. I ask what's behind me that I've never received. And allow everything that's behind me to come in and hold my back and be comfortable with me and my body. There are times I don't even know what it is, but I'm allowing myself to be present with it. Allowing my body to reverberate, to oscillate. One of the greatest things of access was that bodies are not solid in matter. Sometimes they can be fizzy. Sometimes they can effervesce. Sometimes it can feel like you know, every single molecule is jumping, and that is okay. That can allow the change out of the point of view as much as anything. So if you've been anxious and your heart normally hammers, what space can you be with this oscillation through your heart and your heart cavity, your solid body, and all of your energetic bodies. And allow the receiving through there to change. You can probably hear my dog snoring in the background now. Is that what that is? There's a noise the whole time and I'm like, is it your headphones? I'm like. No, he's, he's away over there on the other side of the room. He's got breathing difficulties. He's on his last years of life. Um, but he contributes, he will not be not by my side when I'm doing a live or on the call. He's such a gift. So thank you for being so honouring of him and allowing him to contribute oh, in his way. Now that you said it, it's even greater. Now I'm like, oh, <laughs> He's a sweetheart. Cool. So that whole exercise is something that you can keep contributing yourself with and like it's like how much can you train yourself to be present with these things and add in little things and allow your body to change just by choosing and it takes 10 seconds that's all 10 seconds 10 seconds of choice yeah and if anyone's watching this too and has not heard of access bars i know that's been pivotal for me and a lot of people and you too jenny in changing and having more ease with your awareness and like most people find after a couple, you know, start, come in with depression or anxiety or mental illness and start getting their bars run and it just changes. Um, so access bars is like a light touch of different points on your head. Um, and for me, it changed everything, like everything. I'd love to share a story about that because like yeah, I... I was um, in a wheelchair when I first was getting access bars. So I received bars, but didn't want 
to give bars and didn't go to a bars class. And the facilitator kept saying to me, do you want to come to my bars class? And I'm like, no, no, I, there's no way I could sit and hold someone's head. My arms are too sore. There's no way I can hold up my body. It's too much effort for me. I really can't do that. And she says, look, I'm willing to make you a deal. Even if it takes you three different times to give and receive bars with different people, and I'll charge you for the one class, you come along and attend for as long as you can, and we'll see how things go. So I said, like, so when you attend a bars class, you give bars, and then you receive bars, then we have lunch, and then you do it in the afternoon. There's no way I could do a full day, no way. So she says, well, come along, and what we'll do is we'll start, you gift first, and then if still everything's okay, you receive. I'm like, I can do that. I can really do that. Right, okay. And that'll be like three hours at the most. And like, how will I hold myself up? And what will I need to take to look out for me? Like all this checking, like what do I require? That's a real thing of anxiety too. Like looking for the things that will support you when actually asking for the nurturing to support you from everything around you is different. So anyway. So arrived at the bars class, I stayed the full day. I gifted and received, received and gifted and gifted and received. And I got that first bars class under my belt. And totally and utterly, it was the most amazing day of my life. It changed my life continually. Within two weeks, I flew to a different country, attended a foundation and then a body class. This is on like me not being able to even sit in a chair on my own. There I was flying to another country to attend a two-week class, back-to-back, -back, one and then the other. Yeah. That is the power of choice and knowing to receive what you create your life as and what contribution access was to me. Now, that probably won't work for you. Yeah. It's only for some people. <laughs> it's only for some people. <laughs> Well, I mean, you talked before, it was about receiving, you know, receiving the energy, receiving the points of views, receiving the world around you. And that's what the bars is, where you start to learn how to receive and your body gets to receive. So Totally. I stopped rejecting things from that mo moment on. Like I literally began to receive again because yeah. it was much easier to push everything away and not be present with it, you mean? So yeah, thank you. Me for that. too. It changed my whole world. That one day class. When people like say anything to me about the price, I'm like, that one day class is like gold. Like there's no amount of money I could have paid in the universe for that class. Totally. So um Jenny, is there anything coming up you want to invite people to? Um, I've actually got classes and calls. They're not quite on my website yet. I do have a Symphony of Possibilities taster tomorrow with Heather Nichols. Um oh, it's through right it's you're not alone so you can find it on you're not alone on access consciousness or my website www.jennyb.com slash events and it's under there i've also got free stuff on my website um i'm a relationship done different joy business x-men and what else being you facilitator i've got those classes coming up too they're not quite on my website i'm doing something on unlocking um, points of view um, and how we create our lives and our relationships with others um, and that's in the ethers getting made just now but thank you so much for adding those those there as well and yeah if anyone wants to reach out to me on Facebook for anything too 
I'm happy to help. I've got Facebook Lives every week too. So come yeah, and play. Do you have a group as well? Um, just on my, um, no, I don't have a group. Just on oh, my jennyb.com. Uh, no, okay. jennybcf on Facebook. Your CF page on Facebook, you go live yeah. every Monday. Amazing. Every Monday, yeah. Thank you so much, Jenny B. This was incredible. I love talking. I love talking to you. I think this is just a one of many because it's such a joyous conversation to be present with stuff that most people create. Like with you, you're so aware of like how much crap you created in your own life around it. And like I'm aware of how much crap I created in my life about it. And like being from a different space is such a gift for me. And I'm happy to be with anyone in this as well. So and it's like to have like this different information in the world for me is like it's like a greatest gift because it's like so many people are walking around suffering from some kind of mental illness and they're just missing information, you know, or tools, tools to deal with it. Exactly. For me, I knew there had to be something else. And so I didn't stop until I found it, you know. Have you got anything coming up on your stuff, Amy? Um, I just have a lot of like... Um, what am I doing? I don't even. I've just got body classes, and, and I don't even know. What yeah. if we look at something with anxiety? Yeah. What if we look at something together and create yeah. something together? I'd love to do yeah. that. I'm doing a lot of talk to the entities at the moment. For me, also talk to the entities was a massive game changer in the mental illness realm. Do you know I became a, a, a talk to entity facilitator before I became a bars facilitator because you could then, and yeah. I literally went and Shannon allowed me to because I had like the background in psychotherapy because I just knew that this stuff would change my life and if I'd had that when I was working in the priory, what a difference that would have created for people's worlds. Yeah, and my own, like you know. I share pretty openly that, you know, seven years into access and being a CF and I still had like a lot of anxiety and it wasn't until I really started using the tools of talk to the entity <laughs> started to change. So that's awesome. I didn't know that. That's hysterical. Yeah. yeah, I was a little bit resistant to acknowledging my awareness of the spirit world. All these entities going, clear me, clear me. Yeah, I'm, so like, I'm too anxious. <laughs> And this is their stuff because they're so anxious to get out. They don't know how to get out unless they ask you. <laughs> Isn't that awesome? I love that. Yeah. So yeah. what does Shannon say? You know, uh, like a lot of mental illnesses, entity awareness. Totally and utterly. And so that's totally. a whole other conversation. And, you know, one that would be great if the world started to include as well. <laughs> totally. And if they can't, then that's fine. Yeah. So thanks, Jenny B. Thank you. Awesome. And thank you, everyone. On another time. There's many topics you can talk about. There is. There is. It's an infinite. And thanks, everyone, for being on as well. Um, I'm really grateful to have so many people in chat say things. It really contributes to us as well. Yeah. So. And just to mention, too, like you do X-Men classes, and those X-Men classes are incredible, too, in creating a different space, which dealing with your awareness and mental illness, psychosis, depression, anxiety, all of it, ADHD, ADD, all of it. All of it, yeah. yeah. All of that Excellent. as well. And the labels of that, that keep you locked into the conformation of this reality and like really unlocking those from a different space. I love that too. Yeah. yeah. So thank you, everyone. Thanks. Thanks.
thank you for listening to the Dance to Oneness podcast. If you enjoyed the show, please leave a review and don't forget to subscribe. If you'd like to know more about what I have to offer, you can find me at www.amyshine.net.